This is the Mark Stucheski Podcast. Shachna Ramachandran, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Mark, for having me on your show. Did I say your name right? Did I do it justice? That was perfect. Okay. I, I must say, with a name like Stucheski, I really appreciate the fact that people who like to have their names said right, so I try to say them correctly. Uh, yours is a mouthful, but you said I did right, so I'm very happy about that. So glad you're on the show. Before we get started, I want to put you in the context for our listener. What do you do? Who are you and what do you do? Uh, I'm an entrepreneur from India, Mark. I'm also an author, and I started my book publishing agency called Happy Self Publishing five years ago. So we basically help service-based entrepreneurs to convert their expertise into a book by helping them through the entire process of writing, publishing, and marketing their books. Okay. Now, I'm curious, this has got nothing to do with the podcast whatsoever, but do you speak more than one language? Yes, I can speak five. Oh, my goodness. Thank <laughs> you so much. So what languages do you speak? Uh, English. Uh, then uh, my native language is called Tamil. And then our country's national language is Hindi. And uh, I lived in a couple of other states in India. So I speak uh, Gujarati, uh, Malayalam. So these are the languages that I can speak. And of course, we do have these third languages like French and other things, which we just pick a few words here and there. But yeah, but in India, I'm sure any average Indian can speak at least three languages. Wow. You know, I barely, as people listen to the show will tell you, I barely speak English. I'm trying to learn French. I'm in, in awe that you know how to speak uh, five languages. I, I I bow down to you because that is that is incredible because uh, I, I've been trying to learn French for like 380 days in a row now, and it's not coming to me really easily, but I, I keep doing it over and over again. So um, so you're, you're an author. You have Happy Self-Publishing. I self-published two books a mm -hmm. number of years ago, have nothing to do with productivity whatsoever. And I thought it'd be really cool to self-publish my own book. And the, one of the mistakes I learned after the second book, unfortunately, is you don't edit as you go. That's a big mistake I made. So I would write a paragraph, edit the paragraph, right. write a paragraph. And I got so frustrated because it turns out you're supposed to write first and then go back and edit, right? Absolutely. That's a huge productivity killer. And nobody tells us these things, Mark, when we write for the first time. Uh, so I also did the same mistake when I was writing my book. But I was part of a lot of these author communities. So there were people to actually guide me. And they told me, please don't do that. Because we as authors are so attached to our book. It's like our baby. And we want it to be so perfect um, that we just try to attain that perfection by trying to edit every single sentence and paragraph. And that actually leads to writer's block a lot of times you won't feel like proceeding to the next chapter till you perfect the previous chapter but I think that is the job of an editor and you can actually self-edit after you finish your manuscript first before you hand it over to an editor so I think that is a better strategy than trying to edit as you write I'll never forget when I went to upload my second book to Amazon I was using create create space I think it was and it says, you have an error. Your gutter is too narrow. And I'm like, gutter? <laughs> what is a gutter? I'm sitting here. You know, I'm like, I got the book all done. I was so happy about it. And then I had to go figure out what a gutter was because I'm, I'm thinking bowling, you know, the gutters and the alley. And, right. and I was so confused. And writers aren't supposed to know what a gutter is. That's what editors are supposed to do, right? 
No, that's what formatters are supposed to do, not even okay. the editors. Okay. So this is also another reason why people spend a lot of time in writing and publishing their books because I think as authors you should just bring your wisdom, your knowledge, your story and message uh to the book. Everything else can be and should be handed over to the experts like editors and designers to do the cover, designers to do the interiors, uh publicists to do your marketing and you can actually do only the things that you are supposed to do like not just the writing but also things like talking about the book on other people's podcast you cannot outsource that to somebody you need to show up and talk about your book so do those things yourself everything else can be outsourced and you will i mean be shocked if i say that a lot of authors now believe that they don't really have to write the book also themselves if they don't have the skill of writing but they actually have this compelling message to share they can actually work with angel writers to get the writing done as well so as authors you just actually uh, put your vision and your message out there everything else can be done by others you know it's interesting you called them angel writers but i've heard them referred as ghost writers <laughs> there's a subtle difference mark and i intentionally call uh people who write books for others as angel writers ghost writers also do a good job but they do things slightly differently so some authors they just want to put a book together and have their name on it so they would just find a good writer give them the topic and the writer would do the research and they would put a book together based on what they think is required so these are ghost writers they do everything for you but angel writers are slightly different they will just make sure that it is the author's authentic voice and message that is getting written so they won't go and do any google search for on your topic they would in fact come back to you and ask you a bunch of questions they would interview you get all the content from you and just help you in the writing so they just take up that task which you don't want to do but everything else is yours it is still your baby but they are just like these midwives who help in the process so that's the difference between an between a ghostwriter and an angel writer I never knew that, so I learned something new on my show today. That's fascinating. I first heard of, well, it was referred as ghostwriting when Gary Vaynerchuk wrote his book, and he was talking about how we get on the phone. I guess this is angel writing because yeah, the lady would get on the phone and just talk to him. I'm like, wow. So I could talk to someone, and they, this 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 writer she interviewed him, and then she wrote the book, and then he approved it. So it's actually his words because she interviewed him, and I'm like. Wow, that is so cool because like I'm a communicator, okay? And there are people who are gifted writers. There are people who are gifted plumbers. There are people who are gifted on spreadsheets. And I think you need to stay where you're really good and go find someone else to do that thing that you need to get done by you, like uh angel writing or ghost writing, however you want to refer to it, because if that's not your strength, you could pull your hair out like I did my first two books because then you have to know what margins and spacing and font size. Oh my goodness. I don't want to know all that stuff. And so, and I also love angel writers. It just seems more pleasant. Right. Ghost writers sound scary, but angel, I mean, who's, who's scared of an angel, right? Exactly. That's why I feel there is a necessity to have another way to represent this work and not generalize everyone to be ghost writers. I think, only when it comes to writing people have this 
uh, shame attached to getting it done by others. But if you look at other industries, like say Hollywood, if somebody has a great story, they won't imagine doing the direction and the casting and the editing themselves, right? They would just contribute the story, and somebody else would do everything else. But when it comes to book writing, there is too much pressure on the author to do the writing also themselves. See, if writing is your passion, then please do it yourself because it's a great uh, and a very fulfilling process. But if it is not, then don't. Ha- there is no need for you to handle that extra pressure. That's a very good point about the, uh, I guess, screenwriter who writes a, a script for Hollywood. Right. They wouldn't act the movie and do their own stunts and do the, you know, the movie shooting, they write the script. That's what they're gifted at. You know, I thought I wanted to be a writer. Um, I went on to medium and I said, I'm going to write an article on medium every day. I did it for like four or five days in a row. And I'm like, Oh, I got to write another article. And I realized that's not you. That's not your strength. And I think like we already talked about, if it's your strength, do it. If it's not your strength, get someone else to do it because I believe everyone is gifted for one or two things and you should stay in that zone because you're really good at it and you should focus on that and try to learn a new skill. Exactly. Otherwise the process is not going to be enjoyable. Exactly. So what other productivity tips for aspiring authors do you have for us? Yeah, this is such a great question, Mark. I think uh, as an author, if you decide that I'm going to write the book myself, Uh, then I think you need to at least dedicate three months of your life towards this project. Because I think once you're an author, it's going to help you reap the benefits for the rest of your life. So dedicating three months is not too much to ask for. And during these three months, I think uh, one should first have absolute clarity before they get even talking about writing in terms of who is the book for? Why am I writing this book? How is it going to help me? How is it going to help my reader? What's exactly going to be the topic and how is it going to be different from other books out there? So once you have clarity on the foundational things, then it's really important to dedicate at least one hour of time every single day. So a lot of times people think that they will write when they have that creativity flowing through them. But that happens very rarely and it doesn't happen very often. So it's important to time block your calendar for writing. Some people believe in doing it at the same time every day. So one hour of time every single day at the same time. But some people actually block out a larger chunk of time. Like over the weekend, they would write for five hours, but during weekdays, they are busy and they don't want to get distracted. So it depends on each person's style, but time blocking on the calendar is super important. And secondly, I really believe that getting into the right mindset before writing is also important. So I give out these Uh, nice cards to my clients, which is called the author pledge, which you read before you start writing. It basically uh, helps you to recharge your mind. And uh, basically, it's like a statement of affirmation, where you say that, hey, I'm the author, and you mention your name, I'm the author of this book, mention your book's topic, which is going to help whoever is your target reader achieve whatever result your book is going to help them achieve. And you also mention when are you going to finish your manuscript? And by when are you going to publish the book? mention the date, put your signature and read it uh, as a practice every day so that you believe that you're actually going to make it happen. And another thing to make to really visualize this is to actually get your books covered done even before you start writing your book. So decide the topic, so choose the title and subtitle, hire a good cover designer and get the books covered done uh, just like a nice 3D mock-up and print it out in front of you and keep it right there. 
so that it makes it makes it feel real, real for you and if you actually post it on social media it's a great way to stay accountable because now the whole world knows that you're going to write a book so i think uh-huh. these are some ways to hold yourself accountable uh, get motivated and with, with that author pledge and dedicate that one hour of time every single day now here's the most important thing mark nowadays most people don't write using pen and paper we all use the computer but with the computer comes wifi so turn off your wifi otherwise we get distracted and we feel like let me just do a little bit of research i'm not sure of this particular topic or can i find a better word to replace this word and then we get all kinds of other notifications and we get distracted and and without your knowledge that one hour goes off so instead turn off your wifi i really believe mark after speaking to so many authors i feel that 80% of the content is already there inside of you for that extra 20% you can always do the research after you write the first draft so first get the first draft out there without doing any extra research just have that out and for that it's important that your workstation wherever you're going to sit and write is totally decluttered don't have any other thing other than your laptop and make sure that you don't have the internet on Hey there, it's Mark, and I want to invite you to become a Mark Struchowski Insider and get the top five productivity tips for entrepreneurs absolutely free. It all happens over at MrProductivity.com. I love that. That That's gold, uh, listener. Hope you're taking notes. If you're not, you can listen to this episode again. Um, clarity, time blocking, mindset, the author's pledge, which is really interesting. Um, and, and mocking up the, the cover of your book is I can imagine you're writing a book and you see your book right in right. front of you. That would be very motivational. And the key to being a writer is to write. I'll never forget. I heard a story. Uh, Brendan Burchard told us that when he wanted to write his book, he started doing research and he, he found some writing courses and he found some, you know, seminars and he, he found some coaches and he goes, you know, I think what I'm going to do first, I'm going to reach out to a lot of these best-selling authors and I want to ask them, what is their number one tip to being a successful writer? And every single one of them said, if you want to become a writer, you're right. You don't go to classes. You don't go to seminars. You you write. You just write. You cannot be a writer if you're not writing. So I think that applies to anything we do in life. We get caught up in the, well, is this the right pen? Is this the right computer? Is this the right word processor? And all that is, is a sneaky form of procrastination. Exactly. What you want to do is actually write. So you can actually start. It's not against the law. As far as I know, you can actually use pen and paper. You can actually go out someplace with no internet connectivity and turn your phone off. So, you know, if you really want to write a book, stop making excuses and start actually writing. And, and a lot of people, what they do, and I like to know your thoughts on this. They sit down, let's say they're going to write for the hour and they just write. And what they do is they don't, they have a rule. They can't edit. So they, if they make a mistake, they just keep typing and type. They just like vomit onto the page. Um, Do you recommend that? Yes, absolutely. But my only request is first have an outline for the book. So you know exactly uh, which part of the book you're vomiting, right? So later, it's easy to put it together. Otherwise, uh, it becomes a little aimless. So it's important to have an outline, but you don't have to follow uh, the order of going from the introduction till the conclusion, whichever chapter uh, connects with you on that particular day, you can write about that. That's fine. In fact, I like this um, 
uh, idea of you talking about just writing for that one hour. So what I experimented in my academy was I made authors who are committed to find their accountability partners within our community. And I made them actually get on a Zoom call, look at each other, just say hi for a minute and then put yourself on mute and just write. So you can actually see the other person also writing. Okay. You can't escape. So even if you don't feel like writing, you just they are there in front of the computer for an hour. So that's so really what their, they can't pick up their phone, be surfing Facebook, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So and at the end of that one hour, they would just report to each other. Hey, I just finished a thousand words or whatever. And they would actually have a writing track sheet to mention the date. How many words did they accomplish? And uh, you know, which chapter was that uh, in? And so that really helped. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but the reason why you don't want to edit is because you, depending on your, if you're left-handed, right-handed, when you're writing and then you're, you're, I guess you're in the creative mode. And when you start editing, you switch to the other side of the brain, right? That's why you don't want to start editing. Is that correct? Yeah, that could also be the reason. And I think we generally are very, 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 whether you're left-brained or right-brained. Um, if you are probably uh, right-brained, you want your work to be more creative, so you will come up with more flowery language. But if you're right-brained, you would probably want more statistics and you will go and find that information. So whether whatever part of your brain functions more, um, editing while writing will definitely delay the writing process. Okay. Now, let's imagine someone is listening to this conversation and they're like, you know, I've always wanted to write a book. I mean, I think I have a book in, in me. What would you say the first thing this person does? They, they don't, they have an idea. That's all they do. They have an idea for a book, but they have nothing else. What would you tell them they should do first? I think the first question they should ask themselves is the why question, because okay. People that we meet would always say that, yes, I want to become an author someday, but that someday never happens. The, those who actually end up finishing their book have a strong enough purpose to write their book. So they need to actually sit down and make a list of all the reasons why writing a book is a priority for them at this point of time. For most people, it's a someday wish, you know, it's not a today goal. So that, I think, is really important to decide why should I become an author now, this year? How is it going to change my life? How is it going to impact my business and my personal life? How is it going to change the life of my reader? If they have that level of clarity, I think that is like half the job done if you have that why, because that why will help you wake up in the morning and actually write. Yeah, I agree with 100%. I think a lot of people, not just writing, but anything, they they start doing things and then they lose their steam. And I'm like, oh, do you have why why were you doing this anyways? And when people lose their their flow, their excitement, it goes back to what you just said. They go, "Well, I don't know. I guess I was doing it cuz everyone else is doing it." I said, "Look it. You can't write a book cuz everybody else writing a book. You got to write a book cuz you want to write a book." Do you have something you're passionate about? Because anything else, if you got that passion, you can get the book written. There, like you said, there's there's angel writers, there's uh, you know, uh editors and all that stuff. But if you don't have a compelling why, none of that matters. And so I love how you talked about the why. You've got to get the why first before anything else. So I, I'm I'm glad you said that because it's really important. Absolutely, yeah. 
Did you have anything else you want to add about uh, becoming a writer or tips to becoming a writer? Yeah. So one recent thing that I discovered, Mark, which I thought I must talk about, is that angel writing is good for certain people who are very clear that, hey, I want this book out. I'm an author, but I'm not a writer. And I, I'm happy to take help. And I'm, I'll be happy to actually get this done by somebody else as long as the content is mine. So that's really clear. But there are some people who love the process of writing. They want to write, but they get stuck. Every now and then they get distracted. There is no accountability. Uh, they need somebody's feedback. So for such people, I think it's important to first finish the manuscript before you hand it over to an editor. But to finish the manuscript, they can actually make use of somebody called your book coach. A book coach, just like your fitness coach or your marriage counselor or any other coach that you have for the other areas of your life, will play this role of being your mentor. They would handhold you. They would nudge you. They would, you know... Uh, uh, scold you if you're not doing your job and they would also give you that important uh, critical feedback on what you've written and what can be improved so I think working with a book coach on a weekly basis can really uh, speeden up this whole process all right well that was really weird uh the internet just kind of like reset our browser so and it caught uh just Jasna. is that right that's right mark caught us off guard and all of a sudden we got all these warnings on our screen. So that was really bizarre. So if it sounds like we're confused is we are confused because it's kind of like someone just shut the computer off in the middle of the recording. But anyways, um, you gave us a lot to think about and I, I'm still going back to the angel writers. I love that term. And you gave us so much to think about. I really appreciate you being on the show. So the final question I have for you is where can we find out more about you and what you're doing in the world? Sure. So um, the best place to find out more about what we do is happyselfpublishing.com. So in, authors who are ready to publish their manuscript can schedule a call with us and we'll be more than happy to have a complimentary book strategy session. But authors who are still thinking about writing can also check out our boot camp. This happens every few weeks inside our Facebook group called Happy Authors Tribe. So you can check out happyselfpublishing.com slash tribe. That's where you will get all the free book, uh, Author Success Bootcamp. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. I really appreciate your time. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stuchewski Podcast. I really hope it served you well today. Now head on over to my website, mrproductivity.com. Sign up to be a free Mark Stuchewski Insider. Get my top five productivity tips for entrepreneurs. Absolutely free. It's my gift to you. And until tomorrow, my friend, go be productive.